if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hello, hello. Welcome to the very first Natural Super Kids podcast for 2022. I hope that you have really enjoyed the podcast bundles that we've put together um, while I took a bit of a break from the podcast. If you haven't seen the bundles, you can find them on the website. We've bundled up our podcast episodes into particular topics. So if you're looking for some information on eczema or parenting or gut health or immunity, you can head on over to our podcast bundles and find the appropriate podcasts there. So they've been really popular while I have been taking a break from recording new podcasts. So today to celebrate back to school, we are going to be talking about packing a healthy lunchbox. And uh, if if you're really interested in this area and want to get a lot of inspiration and motivation and resources to ensure that you can pack your kids a healthy lunchbox full of delicious food they will eat, then be sure to sign up to our lunchbox challenge. The links in the show notes, we are starting This Friday, the 31st of, sorry, this Friday, the 28th of January, um, right in time for school going back. 
And so the idea of this challenge is it's going to be very practical and you'll be implementing what you learn along the way. So we're getting started um, on Friday so that you can do some baking days for some savoury foods and some sweet foods that you can stock up in your freezer to make it really easy for you to pack those healthy lunch boxes um, in the first weeks of school. And so there'll, there'll be more information about the challenge in the show notes. Packing a healthy lunch box is really important because it's a significant percentage of the food that our kids eat overall. And we know that, you know, in the modern world that we live in, kids' nutrition is lacking. So if they're not getting that wholesome, nutrient-rich food in their lunchbox, they are going to be missing out on vital nutrients for growth, for development, for their a healthy immune system, for healthy learning and concentration and a healthy gut. So it's really important that we are packing healthy food, but also food that's exciting for our kids into their lunch boxes. So we need to make sure our kids' nutrition needs are being met, both their macronutrients, which is their their protein, their carbohydrates, their fats, as well as their micronutrients, the vitamins, the minerals, the omega-3s that our kids need um, for their bodies to function optimally. Kids have a high need for nutrients compared to us as adults because of all the growth and development that is happening to them. But unfortunately, a lot of the kid food um, is lacking in nutrients. So we need to make sure that our kids' lunchboxes contain nutrient-rich whole foods. When we get good nutrition right for our kids. It supports sustained energy, that balanced energy, not the highs and the lows. You know, if your kids are coming home from school or you're picking them up from school and they're grumpy and they're tired and they're moody, that's definitely a red flag that they're not getting the right balance of nutrition in their lunchbox. Um, And good nutrition can also support our kids' mood and behavior overall, their learning, their concentration, and as I said before, you know, their overall growth and development. Now, what's typical in our kids' lunchboxes these days? Oh, it's pretty depressing when we look at, um, you know, if we go into a school, and I've noticed this when I've been on excursions with my kids and had a bit of a little look around at what kids are eating. You know, a lot of kids have got that typical white bread sandwich with Vegemite, with Nutella, with jam, with ham. You know, these are some of the common Aussie um, fillings for those white bread sandwiches. And, you know, this is lacking in nutrition. There's not a lot of nutrition at all in food like this. It's high in sugar and refined carbohydrates. You know, a lot of these savory main lunch options, a jam white, white bread sandwich, could really be a dessert, you know, considering how much sugar is in there um, and isn't really, well, it definitely isn't meeting the, the needs for our kids to have that sustained energy and the balanced mood and behavior. What's typ- What else is typical in our kids' lunchboxes is packets. You know, what used to be a treat every now and again is now in our lunch, our, uh, many kids' lunchboxes 
every single day, maybe multiple packets of foods in the one lunchbox in a day. I'm talking about muesli bars and yogurt pouches and, you know, muffins and cakes and those savory, you know, chips and shapes and all all of those things. There's countless options now and the majority of kids will have these kinds of things in their lunchboxes as well. Maybe there'll be some fruit. If you're really lucky, there might be some veggies contained in there. But when I'm explaining these foods, you know, they're not wholesome. They're not going to give our kids that sustained energy and that nutrition, that all-important nutrition, um, we never get these years back. And that development is really important. And our kids need nutrients to develop properly. Um, So it is super important. I was looking at an article online. um, It's an ABC article and it's what's in our kids' lunchboxes. And it's an article about they visited schools from one of the poorest and wealthiest suburbs in the same city and took a peek inside kids' lunchboxes. And there's actual pictures and exactly what's in the contents of the lunchboxes. Um, And I'm, I'm just scrolling through it now and there's some of them are really shocking. You know, one lunchbox contains a lunch order for wedges along with two packets of chips, two packets of biscuits, a packet of shapes, lollies, an LCM's Cocoa Pop bar and a fruit box drink. Oh my gosh. You know, and I can almost guarantee that this child is not going to be focusing as well as they could be. They might have some behavioral mood challenges. You know, they might be fussy eaters. So that's all this particular parent knows that they will eat. But it's very much lacking in nutrition, not to mention all the extra additives and um, sugars and things contained in a lunchbox like that. There was another student that just had two packets of cookies for their lunch. Um, there was one that had a wrap with Nutella plus a chi- plus a packet of Cheezels and a packet of Thins chips. Um, there was one with a ham and butter sandwich, chicken flavored potato snacks, chocolate chip cookies, chopped watermelon, and an apple fruit drink box. So these are the kinds of you know I'm not just making this up when I say what's typical in a kid's lunchbox. This is you know, actually reported. Um, Another one was a Nutella sandwich, Cocoa Pops, LCM bars, salt and vinegar potato chips and pizza flavoured shapes. Um, So these were in uh, one of the low socioeconomic suburbs. Um, But when when they talked about the higher socioeconomic um, suburb, it wasn't really very much different. There was a few more fresh vegetables in there. So one of one example was a ham pizza scroll, carrots, cherry tomatoes, chopped apple and biscuits. Um, so, you know, a little bit better. This one had a cheese and Vegemite sandwich, a chocolate nut bar, salted popcorn and an apple. The next one was a Vegemite roll, apple crackers, cheese sticks, and a cola lollipop. So the difference between the the lower and higher socioeconomic areas was that the higher one did have a little bit more um, fresh fruit and vegetables in there and a little bit lower in the sugar content of the of the lunchbox overall. But all of these lunchboxes were, you know, in my opinion, too high in 
the processed packaged foods, too high in sugar and, you know, really lacking in nutrition, which is super important for our kids. So one of the big mistakes that I see in lunchboxes is, as I'm saying, too many carbohydrates, refined carbohydrates, processed carbohydrates, that white bread, the packet snacks, um, and not enough protein. I mean, reading through those lunchbox, what what was contained in those lunchboxes, there's no protein. Um, So protein is contained in meat and fish and nuts and some protein in dairy products as well. And protein helps to keep our kids' blood sugar levels stable. So if they're not getting protein, their blood sugars are going to be up and down and up and down. And that leads to mood issues, behavioral challenges, and fluctuating energy levels where they're up high one minute and and crashing down low the next. I'm sure you can relate when you eat those kinds of foods um, and you're not getting enough protein in there. So um, most kids' lunchboxes can do with some extra protein, whether that is some poached chicken in their sandwich, you know, whether that is some seeds. So seeds are a good source of protein as well in with a homemade muffin that they might be having, you know, some leftover meat or um, eggs in a quiche or something like that um, from the night before can be great as well. Uh, so, you know, if you're listening to this, have a look at your kid's lunchbox and Think about how can you include more protein in their lunchbox and how can you reduce that sugar and simple carbohydrate content in their lunchbox. Um, If you do this one simple thing, you are, you know, really making a big difference to that overall macronutrient balance as well as micronutrient um, inclusion as well, the vitamins and the minerals in there. So, you know, packing lunchboxes is... A hard thing to, you know, teach um, over a podcast. And I really wanted this to be a bit of an introduction into packing a healthy lunchbox, why it's so important, some of those little, you know, tweaks that you can make to improve your kids' lunchbox the health of your kids' lunchbox, but we are going to go into this in much more detail in the Healthy Lunchbox Challenge. As I said, we're starting on Friday, the 28th of January, and we're going to do five five days of a simple lesson um, done on video so I can kind of show you um, what, what, what I'm talking about. We're going to be uh, providing lots of great recipes for the lunchbox, both sweet and savory. And all of these recipes are going to be able to be batch created, which is what I love to do with lunchboxes, and popped in the freezer so that your kids can come along and grab a savory and a treat or a sweet, um, some fresh fruit and veggies, and their lunchboxes are done. That really is the the idea with this healthy lunchbox challenge. It's going to be practical. It's going to be hands-on. It's going to be fun and creative, and it's going to get you implementing, not just learning what to do. Um, 
I'm going to be covering the fundamentals of a healthy lunchbox. We're all going to we're also going to be going into some shortcuts, so some organizing tips, um, some time saving hacks, some supermarket swaps. You don't have to make everything from scratch, but knowing those you know healthier options that you can pick up from the supermarket. So there's always something in the fridge, in the pantry that you can pack into a lunchbox, even when you haven't done any baking that week. And I am, you know, all for baking less often and doing batch baking that you can freeze so that, you know, on those busy weeks, you know, we don't get time to bake every single week. So if we can, you know, make a bigger batch while the dishes are dirty, while we're in the kitchen, it doesn't take that much more time um, and have recipes that are freezable, that just makes the world of difference to being able to sustain that healthy lunchbox because we often start the year with all the best intentions um, and then, you know, as we get busy and the year goes on, we start to maybe pack a few too many of the unhealthy packets. So, I really want to give you those, um, those resources and tools that you can use to be able to pick up healthier options from the supermarket. We're also going to be covering the fussy eater. You know, those kids that come home with the full lunchbox, no matter what you put in there. Um, so, we're, I'm going to be sharing some tips on on encouraging your kids to eat more of their lunchbox and also what to do if they don't. Um, because, you know, not all, a lot of kids can get distracted at school depending on what the lunch kind of scenario looks like. If they're just sent out to play, then a lot of kids won't eat as much as they could otherwise. Um, and, you know, we we don't have full control over what our kids are doing at school. So, I'm going to be sharing some tips and tricks uh, to get your kids to eat more of their lunchbox, um, to be serving them food in their lunchbox that is healthy, but they are excited about. So, they don't, it's not that obvious healthy food. <laughs> it's not the tins of sardines. <laughs> I remember when my kids used to, when my kids started Kindy, you know, you have that full control over exactly what they are eating. And they used to eat boiled eggs cut up. I used to be able to mash some sardines with some avocado and put in a few rice crackers and they'd eat it up. That didn't last long because, you know, the other kids go, oh, that stinks and oh, that's yuck. And they soon realize, oh, this isn't normal kind of lunchbox food. It should be, but it isn't. So it really is about those recipes that are full of nutrition, but they don't look like healthy foods <laughs> to your kids, those obvious healthy foods. They, they're still going to be excited about that food in their lunchbox and not feel like the odd one out with the weird healthy food. We're going to have a Facebook community to go with this challenge as well. Um, so, you're going to be able to interact with other mums in the challenge. Uh, so, really excited about bringing this to you. Uh, this podcast is coming out fairly close to when we start the challenge. So, be quick, go and check it out and sign up. So, I hope you come and join us. The link is in the show notes um, and let's get packing those healthy lunch boxes for our kids so they are less grumpy after school, less moody, their learning and concentration improves, um, their immunity improves because they're getting the right nutrition so they get sick less often. There's so many benefits to having this focus on a healthy lunchbox and the recipes that you will learn in the lunchbox challenge and the tips and tricks will also be relevant to other areas of your kids' nutrition as well. Can't wait to see you in there. 
and I'll see you next week back on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week. Before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kid's Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune.